the world champion with a body like that. And this man. And that's the bottom line. The reign of the modern day Maharaja. And now, your world podcast champions. Burn it down! Rumbling reality. I don't know what episode this is. Travis, do you know? 51? Is it? I no. don't know. It's like 40 something. Oh, okay. Well, On episode close. 50, we should do something special. We should. We should. I don't know what that is, but something special. How's it going, everybody? I am one of your hosts, Ramsey, and you have Travis over there. Sounds like the a main sleeping. star and host. I don't know about that. Main ho. Uh, <laughs> host. Host with the most. All right. I'm the ho on the street. Host. I hope not. <laughs> Get it? H O S T. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like comedy humor for y'all today. Yep. Yeah, uh, disregard Travis. He's probably sleepy. <laughs> no, no. I've actually slept most of the day. I've been oh, yeah? more so. Yeah, now I'm just more so doing schoolwork. Yay. Are you, uh, see, I on the little tab I put Rumbling Reality every weekend. That way we don't got to stick to a Friday, Saturday thing. We can do it every day we want. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, let's get into some wrestling topics, Travis. First thing that's on your mind. Well, you were uh, talking about the Rusev Lana thing earlier this week. Okay, uh, a couple days ago, Rusev uh, posted on Twitter mm-hmm. saying that basically he's trolling people, saying he's um, left WWE. And well, that's my kinda, thought. Yeah, he kind of gave the thing. Uh, I should bring up the actual uh, what he said. Hold on, and uh, actually, let me update it too because he may have said something else. Yeah, as, as far as I know, nothing's changed. But what Ramsey, the uh, supposed star, is referring to is the article that he actually had posted up about the situation where Rusev was doing the uh, uh, the normal thank you for everybody in the front office and yada, yada, yada. And it really led a lot of people to think, is he quitting? And my thought is he's just trolling people. Okay, so he literally said, I want to thank WWE front office TR, and everybody everybody involved, thank you. And he has said nothing else since then. That was on August 25th. I mean, the fact that he likes trolling, I don't know. I, Lana, nobody's responded. Everybody's saying, oh, Lana may have said something. I have not found nothing to um, put the rumor to well, rest. Well, Lana did come out like the day before that came out where she was saying that... Uh, the rumor that they they both had coincidentally asked for their release uh, was was false, and then the next day we saw that from mm-hmm. Rusev come out. So I think it's just him having fun. I hope I mean, so, man. He's a he's one of those guys that are still untapped. I don't even know if it's necessarily that he's untapped. I just think that they wasted him. Oh yeah, because because I mean, you think of how he was brought in as the as the super athlete, you know, he wasn't he wasn't the Bulgarian brute like he originally was in NXT. They mm-hmm. brought him in as like a, a Russian transplant almost and had him representing the the, uh, the country of Russia. And that was, of course, during the time when Vladimir Putin had just been mm-hmm. elected into the Russian offices and 
everybody didn't have a a good taste of Vladimir in their in their mouth at that yeah. time. So I mean, why not why not play off of that? And WWE did, and they turned him into the super athlete, the uh, Russian recipient of the gold star. You know all that nice jazz. That's not it bad. was good job. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I've been practicing. So, uh, but yeah, he had all the momentum in the world, and then just for whatever reason, they seemed to wanted to mistreat him over the last. I mean, I enjoyed his storyline when he came back and interrupted John Cena. He was saying there was mm-hmm. no vignettes for him and all this stuff. I was like, that's a great little storyline. Sure, but Speaking everybody's done it before. That's true. Speaking of that, how the hell? Are you going to introduce Sheldon Benjamin in a backstage segment? It just didn't feel right or seem right. He deserved he better. He got a pop, though. He got a pop, but he... every single person on the internet, fans, celebrities, whatever, who were fans of Sheldon, were like, that was awesome to see him there, whatever, but it just didn't do him justice. Well, and honestly, I don't think this is going to be a, a tag team that actually is going to be a tag team. What do you mean? Um, I think they're just doing this to set up. I think this is going to be Benjamin's first feud uh, coming back. Is going to be against Chad Gable, which oh I think would be a. Sm- I think it, no, I think it'd be a smart he's move. Too, he's just um, too young. He's too, too who? Too fresh. Too young. Who's too fresh? Gable. To have a feud with Sheldon? Oh, I think personally, you should have moved Sheldon or the top tier stars automatically. He deserves it. He's older Why? now. He's, he's, he's older now. He's, he's more refined. Exactly, he's a known talent. So why not? So why not help push him, him against like gender? Why not push him against somebody to help him build for a star for the future that could potentially dethrone gender? But why not use other stars for that? Not a new guy you're trying to. I mean, look at ratings. They're not very amazing. They're not very consistent. Let's push him and make him another big star. I mean, if he is a WWE grown guy, he just left for a while. Well, I mean, yeah, he's a WWE grown guy, but. Think about it. How far did he go in WWE in his first run? Yeah, but did he really ever become fault? world champion? Is that really his fault, though? Doesn't matter whether it's his fault. He definitely or not. had the backing. He had the people who were always cheering for him and loved his matches. He did, but at the same time, I mean, you go back and look at old footage of, Sel- of Shelton Benjamin. I'm sorry, the guy's promo skills were not always were not. Great. Oh yeah, I'm I mean, hoping he's better now. I haven't watched him. Have you watched anything recently of him? I, I have not. Uh, I'll be completely honest. I haven't kept up with Shelton Benjamin since he left WWE, which also may be another inclination for me to be like, oh, okay, well, I don't really care to see him in the world <laughs> title picture. You know, he's yeah. he's he, he's always been a second-tier guy, and I don't mean that as a disrespectful way to, to describe him. I just mean that as in uh, he's always been like the, the guy that holds the Intercontinental title, the U.S. title, the, the workhorse titles, because he that's like his spot. And I think him being paired with Gable next week for a tag team, my thought is Benjamin's going to turn on Gable and go back to the heel gold standard, Shelton Benjamin. And Did, which I one think would you like better? This face or oh, the heel? I, no, the heel's way better. You do? Okay. Yes, because to me, the, the heel is better for Benjamin mainly because it hides a lot of his weaknesses, especially on the mic. If he's a heel... He just really has to do a lot of facials and a lot of mannerisms. He doesn't have to speak a whole lot, you know. So yeah. it it helps it helps camouflage where he may lack, and it makes up for what he can do in the ring. His athleticism can take over, and he's he's solid gold, no pun intended. <laughs> so 
and Gable, at this point, I think WWE is realizing that Gable's potential is that of a Kurt Angle. And that's why it still bothers me to a little bit degree that they didn't go the route to put Chad Gable as Angle's son instead. He oh, just, God, I know. He, he just has more of the, in my opinion, the natural pedigree that would seem to... Uh, if we if they wanted to continue this illegitimate son storyline, it just Gable seemed to fit that criteria more than what Jordan did, um, in my opinion. But I mean, Gable's Gable's shined, you know, over the last couple of weeks that they've put him in spots where he's in matches, and he's always he's come through. He's yeah. he's shown that he can do it. Um, what's other? To- oh, it's another major topic that came out. What did you think about uh, the Miz's promo on Raw interrupting John Cena and Roman Reigns? I mean, it ain't anything new. It was pretty damn good. I, I thought it was really good. He said a lot of truthful stuff. I know, but it, that's what I mean. It's nothing new. I mean, yeah. Miz has always been a guy who's solid. You know, He's always been solid in ring work. He's been solid on promo work. Miz has always been, a, in my opinion, a top-tier guy. It's just for whatever reason after he had his WWE title run mm-hmm. either management scaled back on him or whatever the case may be but they they relegated him to the second second tier slot that same spot we were talking about with Shelton Benjamin yeah um, his babyface run was horrible in my opinion um, I don't think it really did anything to help him to me he is a natural heel and that's how he should stay Um uh, and he's he's WWE Championship material. Yeah, I, I mean, if you if, if you want to get a guy to be hated, if you want to get a guy to get booed, if you want to find that guy that just gets under your skin, Miz is the guy to do it. But the WWE is really starting to fail with him, and if they continue to let him deliver promos like he does on a consistent basis, because we heard it on Monday, he got cheered for the things he was saying. Oh yeah. So it's it's not doing him any favors to be a heel getting cheered. I, I'm sorry, uh, Kevin Owens and uh, Baron Corbin are to me the only two legit heels in WWE at this moment in time. Really? I mean, it, seriously. I mean, Owens still gets cheered, don't get me wrong, but how many times does he turn it around immediately on, <laughs> yeah. the, on the fans? Because he knows you know, what he's doing. They, like he'll literally say something, and the fans will cheer him for saying it, and then he turns right around and disses them in the mm-hmm. very same sentence, yeah. and and just does it so fluidly. You know, Baron Corbin's the same way. Baron Corbin, just for the most part, I mean, granted, he kind of had to, he stuck his foot in his mouth here recently with some of the stuff going on uh, with with him, and I guess the the army vet that he got into a little bit of a Twitter uh, discussion with, and then apparently all the backstage stuff with John Cena too. Um, but Corbin, up until that point, was probably a red-hot heel, in my opinion, because he was—he gets booed. You know, he doesn't yeah. get a lot of cheers at all. So, to me, he's a legit heel. That the funny part is Corbin. Corbin was a pretty big face in NXT. Well, it felt like that way. No, that's that's the thing is I people I cheer from all time. They did because uh, Corbin did the Goldberg thing uh, for a little while in his NXT run. And and those that uh, watched him in NXT know what I'm talking about. He came in, he did the Goldberg squash style matches where literally they the fan, they were so short that the actual full sale audience started counting the time 
of how long it took him to beat his opponent. And little by little, they would, of course, increase in time to the point where he was having a full-blown match. And at that point, once he was starting to do more long-term matches, then he started to actually get more of the heel persona and I think they realized that this guy was more of a heel, not a face, because the only real feud I think that he had in NXT where he was a, a face was when he was facing um, uh, Bull Dempsey, if y'all remember who Bull Dempsey is, um, who I, I was very disappointed yeah. didn't make it in WWE. I thought I thought that guy had so much potential for picture himself. Him. I remember him. I forgot who he was. He was the he guy that like. had the he had the bull fit gimmick, if you can remember that. Um, he's really tall. He was, no, he was a short. Oh. He was he was a short guy like Taz. He he had like a Taz build to a certain degree, but he wasn't like in perfect tip top shape. So mm -hmm. they came up with the bull fit routine where he was like doing uh, curls with donuts and stuff like <laughs> that. Like they turned him into a almost a comedy act, but it was getting over. Like people were actually being amused by it. So. And then he just, I think he either got released or he asked for his release, one of the two. Oh. Um, but that was his only real feud there. But Corbin's not apparently done himself any favors, uh, especially with John Cena. And, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to piss off John Cena, uh, oh, i.e. Yeah. Alex Riley, <laughs> if you want to go ask somebody about that. So Yeah, look where, he, look where he's at now. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean... I don't know. I don't know if Corbin really... I don't know. I, I think maybe sometimes Corbin thinks he's too good for wrestling. If, if the, I, if know, the rumors the are feeling. true... Yeah. I think if the, rumor, if the rumors are true that there was some sort of backstage altercation, which Dave Meltzer, I believe, has even kind of co-signed off of it, that there was something that took place to the point where, from what he has gathered backstage, is the Corbin ship has already sailed. And if that's the case, that sucks for Baron. Like that, that. Sorry, dude. <laughs> that's they're like horrible. making him a big star. That's the crazy part. That's he had. Yeah, he was slated to get such a push this year. Like he was supposed to be world champion by the end of this year. Which I mean, I guess is still a possibility. We still got three months to go. Um, but man, if that's the case, or I should say four months. Excuse me. Uh, if that is the case, though, and he he screwed himself over by button heads with the wrong guy and that guy is John Cena yeah you're uh, you're kind of SOL buddy <laughs> you might as well just you might as well have grabbed the shovel well it's been yourself. said many times that once um, you got on John Cena's bad side or whatever the heck or whatever it is uh, things aren't going to go well for the future of your career no but but to be fair and I know a lot of people want to say that Cena buries talent um, you know, they look at feuds like with Bray Wyatt, uh, Rusev uh, is another one. Uh, there's a couple other instances where he's been, uh, well, Kevin Owens was even thrown in that category because when Cena wins the feud, they feel like that's him burying that talent. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't, I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, so, um, or you saying that John Cena though, burying people? Uh, I mean, if you if you get on Cena's bad side, and or if you're the one that if you're the cause for it, you know, that's that's one thing. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, looking at the examples I was given with uh, Rusev, Owens, and uh, a couple others, what do you expect to happen with when you face John Cena? He's he's the good guy. He's mm -hmm. he's WWE's top 
top face. You know, I, I know a lot of people are like, well, Cena doesn't have to go over on every feud. Dude, this is PG. This is, the casual fan is a child. You know, that's one of those situations where you got to think of it from the child's perspective. You think the kid's going to keep watching if his, if his hero gets beat mm-hmm. and loses to the villain every single time? Oh, yeah. No, that's why, that's why you do these feuds. That's why you do these series of matches where sometimes uh, the, the, the bad guy goes over. Because there are times where that is the case. Um, AJ Styles is a prime example of that. AJ went over on Cena uh, last year. Definitively, true, yeah. you know. I mean, he he kicked out of the Super AA uh, at SummerSlam last year and came back and beat Cena. So you can't tell me that he doesn't put over stars. He just knows. I think he knows when the right time is to put them over. I think he has a, a good idea and understanding of an audience and where they feel like a certain guy can go. And AJ was just one of those uh, few examples where it was like, okay, this guy's star is shining exponentially bright. Oh, we yeah. cannot, we can't shut this down now, you know. Oh yeah. So, I'm so to, I'm trying. Yeah. I've been looking at the heels. I'm going back to the heel thing. I'm trying to think is, is any. It's a good topic though. Is there any legit heels besides no. Owens? And I mean, do you think Rusev would be considered a legit heel? I mean, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, and and the only reason I say I don't know is because with the way that he's been treated as of recently. Because mm-hmm. if you remember when he got drafted from Raw to SmackDown in the shakeup, he was he was on track to actually it looked like go for a face run because he yeah. started doing like the comedy stuff. Which is, which Coincidentally. Is really good. Yeah, which coincidentally just so happened to have Jinder Mahal by his side. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was weird how they were going with that. And then he comes back and he's right back to being the, the Bulgarian brute, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But it's like now they're in this weird limbo where he looked like he was going through uh, a face turn. Now he's back to pure heel. And it's it's just weird. I can't really... I can't really say whether he's a legit heel or not because to me, a legit heel is somebody who, no matter what you're doing, in some form or fashion, he's getting the majority of people to boo him. You know, and and again, I'll use Kevin Owens as a prime example. People will cheer that guy, but the second he can turn that promo around to where he disses the people that cheer him, yeah, all of a sudden they turn to boos really quickly. So he's he, he's good would about you that. Consider Jinder Mahal a pretty good heel. Uh, I would, and a lot of people might be... I don't know why I didn't think of that. Well, and and on top of that, people keep kind of dogging on this, on his championship run, because, uh, and the main argument I've seen is people are like, he hasn't really gotten any clean wins, you know. That's like, what a heel he always does, though. And that's what I, that's that's my argument to Look everybody. Triple like, H's so... back in the day, always had help by DX, always. Yeah, well, well... A big amount, a big amount. Well, to to your point, there was always somebody that was helping him because when you think back to Triple H's first run with the title, which uh, essentially I think was only about no, no, his first title run, which was uh, mainly about two months, because he uh, he won it on an episode of Raw after SummerSlam in '99, and just as an example, uh, Shane McMahon was the special referee at the time, and they were in cahoots. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, Shane screwed over Mankind, which gave Triple H his first title run. So he uh, he had help there, and he had the title defense uh, with The Rock on the first SmackDown that was on UPN. And uh, wouldn't you know, Shawn Michaels, again, special referee, uh, screws over The Rock, and Triple H retains his title. So there's another uh, situation there. There's a lot of times where, like, to your point, Triple H wasn't always winning cleanly. He was having help a lot. And that was still during the time where he was associated with China as well. So so it's like, okay, you want to say that this doesn't make a strong heel. Well, I beg to differ because look at some of the guys who went that same path. You know, you can't, you can't say that he's not a good heel. You can't say he's not a good bad guy. Another prime example that people are comparing it to um, is JBL. JBL is another perfect example. He was of that. a good heel. He was a very good heel because there wasn't a single person that I could see that liked JBL. Yeah. He was getting booed every time, and he did the same thing. He always found a way to cheat to win, and it's like that's what a heel is supposed to do. What's what's I don't, the one heel that sticks out to you of all of the heels? I mean, like probably last our more our generation last like fifteen years. Who's been the Who what's think, it, what's your what do you think the top? Well, I got to do this now. But what are the top three heels? Do you think the last like fifteen twenty years? Triple H, uh, Randy Orton, and God. Who, so, if I had think, to... how about label this as booze too? They don't got to be superstars. They don't got to be wrestlers. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Okay, um, in that case, then I'm still going to stick with those two that I mentioned first. Um, but if we're going to go off strictly booze um, as well, Vicky Guerrero. Oh, uh, dang! I'm you're so good. That's exactly what I was hoping you wouldn't say, so I would say it. That's yep. That's what I was going to get to. Vicky Guerrero has literally had the highest amount of booze I have ever seen in my life, and I've been to live events multiple times where she was booed so much that she couldn't even get on the mic and even like get her little spiel out. There was a there was an episode of Raw where that took place where she was with Dolph Ziggler and the fans booed yeah. her so loud she couldn't hardly get out her her script and <laughs> even Cena started playing along with it because he just he thought it was so funny the and and I couldn't disagree with him the guy <laughs> who is booed slash cheered more than anybody else in WWE is the only guy. Uh, who, or I'm sorry, is still the only guy who can actually get cheered when Vicky actually comes in. Nobody will boo Cena at that point, you know. That's a good point, yeah. And 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 it worked. So, yeah. So those, Vicky those Guerrero would be and Triple H to me are two guys that two people that have been booed consistently when they were trying to be a heel. Oh yeah, yeah Triple H especially. What, what are yours? What are your, what's your third one or second? Or my third, third one was my third one was Randy Orton. Oh god! Now I need a third one. The spot's on me. Um, mm-hmm. Thing is so. I mean, if you want, you can. I mean, let's say if you want, you can agree with mine. I'm not gonna dog. Well, Vicky Guerrero was my number one. That's why I said. That's why I said not gotcha. superstars. Um, gotcha. What's that guy? Um, Jeb Coulter got booed pretty pretty good too. Uh, at the beginning, yeah. Uh, the beginning, Alberto yeah. Del Rio. While we're thinking about it, was a pretty good heel too. Oh, if we're going to go and heels like on our generation, the best ones, there's tons. But I'm saying right now the current roster is definitely lacking true heels like you were saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eh, I'll just say uh, Randy Orton as well because he has some pretty big uh, turns. 
Um, oh yeah. What other little uh, topics? Oh, you know what? Yep. You know what? I forgot. There is another one we can throw in there too, and I'm surprised you didn't think of him. Hold on, hold on. Um, I'm gonna give you a 10 second countdown. Kevin Owens? No. Oh, okay. Somebody we haven't talked about yet. Somebody we haven't talked about yet, but and you of all people should of, say it. More of our generation. Absolutely. That's not Jericho. He wasn't here. No, what do you mean it's not Jericho? I knew you were gonna say that. You, I know you know my favorite guys. Jericho wasn't that big of a heel back then, though. What are you talking about? Back then? Yes. He was a what heel for like a little about? bit. No, he was not. We're not talking about last like seven or eight years when he came up with his whole little suit and stuff. I know. I'm okay. talking about a when he first showed up. The he was a heel. Rock and Rolla was heel for like what six months, and he got the fans on his side. Doesn't matter. The fact is, is he was still a heel. But then you forget, mm. just a short, a year and a half later, during the invasion angle, he and Rock had a feud where he was the heel, and then went on to become the first undisputed champion. And you Ooh. can't tell me he got cheered. That's true. That that's a good point. We didn't see Jericho as a face again until uh, almost two or two and a half uh, WrestleMania, WrestleMania twenty was that time where they switched him back to being full face during his feud with Christian and Trish. Remember that? That's true. So, yeah, don't Jericho is a is a legit heel. When Jericho goes full heel, he can get booed very well. Do you don't ever go full retard? What? Oh, that's from uh that's from a uh... <laughs> What's that movie with uh, Ben Stiller and the uh, Tropic Thunder? Oh, okay. okay. Remember, remember that? <laughs> I saw it recently. I've only seen that. I would say I've only seen that movie a couple. It's times. It's so stupid. Oh god, it's so funny. Um, dang, I I couldn't even. I don't know why I didn't think of that. Well, at least I said his name before you said his name. So give me some props. Well, I'm not gonna give you props because you said it's not Jericho. Because had I you been like, <laughs> had you been like, had you said something to the degree of, I mean, are you talking Jericho? Like, if you would have thrown it as a question, but you threw it as a statement, and we're like, <laughs> it's not Jericho. I know. Because I know you know my guys. That's why I figured you were talking about him. Exactly. Oh, guess what? I ordered on WB Shop last week. That's coming to come in tomorrow, probably. Your uh, list clipboard. I got a glorious t-shirt. <laughs> and it's the cool it's one. It's, um, it's the nerdy version. It's like an 8-bit character, like a Nintendo-looking character. And it says Glorious. It's awesome. And then I got the throwback Hardy Boys t-shirt I've always wanted. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, I have to have that. It was like the one where uh, Jeff Hardy's doing a swanton. It says Hardy Boys. Huh? You know the one where Jeff Hardy's doing a uh, swanton? It says Hardy Boys on it? Or no? No, I don't. Really? Dang, that was so popular. God, the I one that I, the I only one that I know of, so bad. The only one that I know that's available in shop right now is uh, the one that just says Hardy Boys. No, on the they front have there. all their right now. Travis, go on there. Go to wshop.com, and if you want to, please click on a link through rumblingrumors.com so I can pay for the site a little bit. Thank you very much. But uh, it's freaking badass. They have all of the vintage stuff going on right now, all of them, and they're pretty good price. I'm I'm actually looking at your yeah. stuff right now to yeah. see. You're gonna be excited. 
Oh, are you talking about where it's got their face faces on each side? No, I wasn't gonna get that one. That one's a freaking classic. But there's um, the Hardy Boys where he's doing a swanton. It may be sold out already. Yeah, dude, there isn't anything that you're talking about on here. Man, maybe I got it before. They, huh, they sold out. They sold out. I think you need to take oh, a screenshot of this I, of this so you can tell me what right you're now. talking about. I'm doing that right now. Sorry, guys, and. Uh, non-podcast... Uh, wait, wait, wait. It is the one I'm talking about, where it says fear is only a four-letter word. Yeah, but that's not two of their faces, though. I said it's Jeff Hardy doing a swanton bomb. Oh, I see where it looks like a swan. Okay, I see it. Yeah, that's like their classic t-shirt. They wore in half of their things. No, you're right. That is, but the, my only disappointment with that one is mm -hmm. that they didn't make it the purple one. Oh, that, yeah. Because well, the original glad, one was purple. I'm kind of glad because... Rami Jamie don't look good in purple. Whatever, purple looks good on Travi. It's because you're a you're a freakazoid. No, I'm just awesome. Not about that. Oh, but look at the glorious one. Sorry, guys, we're doing this on the air. <laughs> it's funny. I'll go. I'll go look at it later. I yeah, that's badass. That. Um, any other topics you want to talk about? Man, I mean, there's. I'm trying to think. There's been some. What do you think of Bobby Roode? Bobby Roode finally coming. Uh, I hope I hope this is not going to be a permanent. Uh, I hope he's not a face. I hope they don't keep him as a face. I know. I was thinking he needs to be a heel so bad. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that they just did this first match where he came off as a good guy. I'm extremely hoping that this is just for his debut yes. and next week he comes out and just shows that he's a cocky cocky douche. I, yes. Oh my god. I was hoping they're like, what are they doing? Please don't. I mean, I mean, of course you're going to be excited to see him in SmackDown finally, but I was like, please Man, don't. It's, uh, I'm telling you, I, and I think I called this after SummerSlam, by the way, SmackDown was going to be the show again to actually uh, step up, and I still feel that same way. Raw's been good. Raw's been very good uh, uh, leading up to SummerSlam. Actually, I would say even leading up to Great Balls of Fire. Check your uh, Facebook Raw's... Messenger. Check my Messenger? Check your Facebook Messenger. I sent you the Bobby Roode shirt I got. I'm so freaking excited for it to come in. All right, hold on. Hold I on. love it. Is it going to let me back out? I hope so don't freaking... Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it. It's so funny. Oh, Ramy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, right now I'm pretty in tune. Both Raw and SmackDown have been pretty consistent lately. Um... One thing going back to the heels, do you ever think Braun could be that true one of those legit heels or like a good heel in the long run? Or he's a face. You think he's just I do I think he's gonna stay a face? I mean, do you think Braun could be a better heel than he is a face? Oh I think he man. has that look and feel for more of a heel. I mean Hulk Hogan even signed off on the guy on Twitter, so I know I saw that. I mean it 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 could. I mean, Braun's gotten nothing but cheers here in the last couple months, so I don't, I don't know. I, they could. I think that's something they should think about. That's but, what I was thinking. Because I was thinking so many times, like Braun seems like a better. He would be a better fit for a heel. Because one thing WWE lacks for a long time now, like you keep talking about, is a heel that really is a heel and not something that the fans end up liking because they're so heely. <laughs> Well, WWE did that to themselves because, to me, Braun was doing just fine uh, as as a heel before they 
threw him up against the automatic face changer, uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, just about anybody Roman works with, uh, they're going to cheer him, them over Roman any day. Um, and, and we got to see George a preview. George is a big Braun fan. Oh, man. I, I mean, I am too. I like Braun. You know what, guys? Um, this is the first time. I think the funny part is me and Travis maybe live like five miles apart, six miles, whatever, ten miles apart max. Um, we used to see each other like once a month. We have not seen each other in like at least a year or two, but we podcast consistently, which is funny. Uh, but last SummerSlam, or this SummerSlam, we actually all got together for the first time in a long yeah. time. Yeah, it was nice. It, it was, was cool nice. to do that again. And had all the uh, pizza, made me fat, felt good. Dude, I've been a gluttonous human being for the last oh, couple God. weeks now. Uh, but, yeah, good. <laughs> going back to, to what you were saying, um, we got to see a little preview of what I was talking about the week before about what would happen if we put Cena and Reigns against each oh, other. Oh, that's what I was talking about, Yes. Yep. And it, and and I was I, I was a little surprised because mm-hmm. for the most part, well, they both got booed and then they both had a chant that was directed <laughs> towards them both where they were like, "You both suck." I know. I was like, "Man, I didn't expect that." I didn't either. I was like, "Wow!" I would have thought they would have. I honestly thought they would have all been on Cena's side for that. I think in the actual match standpoint, they'll go for Cena when it's a match. I, I th- yeah, I think so too. I just, for some reason, Cena's nobody too good wants for Reigns me. to go over anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. Cena's just too good for me to boo him anymore. Yeah, I can't, I I can't what, boo the that's guy. That's what most people keep saying now. Real real wrestling fans. I'm, saying, I'm not saying you listening aren't a wrestling fan. I'm just saying the wrestling fans that have are all about a guy who stays with the business for a long time, long time, doesn't jump ship midway when he's getting popular, which Cena has had plenty of opportunities to jump ship and go to Hollywood before before this. Yeah, and, and people need to stop dogging on him for doing it now. It's like yeah. the dude's doing it at the tail end of his WWE exactly. career. Exactly. It's, like, it's not like he was doing it, no offense to The Rock, because we know how big The Rock has become, but it's not like he's The Rock who's leaving at the prime of oh, his yeah. career. You know, we're seeing Cena at the tail end of his career, and he's doing other things. It's, Dude, go it's make al- your money. It's almost like a mob mentality. It's like these people just get off on either chanting these things when they're in a crowd, or they just go with what everybody else thinks. But, I mean, if you're at a job somewhere, and you've worked there for 10, 15 years, and you got a promotion for a different company, and you're going to make way more money, are you a sellout? Or are you just doing what's best for your life and your business because this other job has only taken you this can only take you so far and you've already been to the point you've already you know you've already reached manager you've already reached whatever you know right and the rock reached his popularity back in his oh, yeah. day um you know he reached the height of it and i love i Holly- love hollywood walk uh, hollywood rock was almost as good as the face rock honestly man hollywood rock was just funny god he was awesome like there's there was not to me, there was not. Me, there's another one that we can talk yeah. about who was a who was a good heel. That's the true. Rock was was solid when he was Hollywood man. Yeah, I mean that dude would. I was not. I, I want to put this out there now. I was not a big Rock fan when he was around to begin with. Really? And yeah, dude, I was. I was not I about Rock that. at all. What the? Oh yeah. You're too yeah. busy. You're too busy watching WCW. That's why. Well, that's all I had for a while, so shut it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I His was His mom wouldn't Stone let him Cold watch Man. Raw and SmackDown too much because they were a little too... They were uh, attitude. They were, the hottest time to be a WWF fan, I was unable to be a WWF fan. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and, so that a, was the, that's a good way of putting it. Well, that's exactly what it was. You know, it was you know well, that was during the era I think of suck all of us with decent parents. All of us with parents, there's like decent parents. All of us with parents that knew what was going on during those shows would probably do the same thing because my parents did the same thing to me when it turned a certain time. I think nine o'clock. You know, Raw's War. They knew it was different rating. That's what mm-hmm. happened. It went to Raw's War, whatever it was, um, whatever the heck it was called. Um, it was, uh, you know, Sable would show her tits and different things. And my parents saw that and they started uh, really watching what went on and doing Let Us Watch here and there and turn it off. And me and George yep. would sneak so many times and watch uh, wrestling. And then we had those old TVs where those tubes were on. So, like, you could tell when the TV was just on. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So. <laughs> Yeah. So we'd be up watching something or watching South Park real late, like you know, past bedtime, whatever. And we were like, you know, thirteen, ten, whatever it is. And you know, they come in, TV was off, and they can literally see the, the tube was on. Oh, uh, good mm-hmm. days. Man, it was yeah, it was it, during the hot, the hottest time to be a wrestler fan. I could really watch. So I guess I really got didn't get a chance to appreciate The Rock. So I wasn't a Rock fan. Uh, before I was unable to watch WWE anyway because he was a bad guy at the time and I wasn't a fan of The Rock. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I still felt the same way when I was able to start watching it again. I was a Stone Cold guy. Um, but, yeah, I appreciated him more when he came back. But when he came back in 2003, and when I mean when I say I appreciate him when he came back, I'm talking about when he finally came back in 2011. Yeah, uh, yeah. But... In 2003, when he came and did the Hollywood gimmick, man, that dude knew how to piss people off. I mean, I could, to me, to this very day, one of the best segments that he ever did was the first rock concert in oh Sacramento. Oh, my God. That comes to mind, too, every time. So It's so funny. It makes me laugh every single time. Best line of that entire, uh, of that entire concert is when... <laughs> <laughs> he's he's in Sacramento, and he was like, uh, he was like, I'll be sure to come back when the Lakers beat the Kings in May. And I was like, wow, he really went there. Pissing everybody that off. Yeah. Yes. And I remember the, that. It's crazy booze. And yeah, people, if you have never seen it, and unfortunately, the network really screwed people over because they cut that out on the. Are network. you serious? I can't. How the heck not. do you notice that stuff? I didn't even Dude, notice that. I promise you, go I watch. You. Go look up the episode on uh, the WWE Network. I believe it is. Uh, it's it's the uh, Raw right before WrestleMania 19. Okay, uh, yeah. So go go look it up, and they advertise it like it's the first rock concert. They literally cut out the whole concert, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Why? <laughs> that completely defeats the purpose of the episode. Like, it's, yeah, I even went on WWE Network's Twitter page, and I even said to them, <laughs> said, is there a reason y'all cut this out? Because it's advertised as showing there, yet you cut the whole thing out. Oh, How do you ad- do that? They advertised it too? Yeah, it even says on, wow. the, on the little show synopsis, be like, it's the first yeah. ever rock concert. And you don't even get to see it. The the way that they edit it is where it, the lights go down on him right before he starts his his concert. Yeah. And then um, the next shot you see is like uh, Stone Cold out in his truck or something. Uh, he hasn't he doesn't even sing a single song if I re- if I recall correctly because when I was watching it, I was so mad because I mm-hmm. specifically went to watch to that watch episode. For that. Yeah. Yes. And. 
when they didn't show it, it immediately got to a point where you saw Austin, the way they spliced it is where Austin drives into the arena and the concert's all done. And I'm yeah. like, what the hell? <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. I just wasted my time trying to watch this. Yeah. So the only place that you can really watch it is YouTube. And, oh, and yeah. yes. I've watched it many times. I just didn't know yeah. it was on there. I actually had a uh, VHS uh, copy a long time ago uh, with the rock concert on there. I used to freaking love it. It's hysterical. It is extremely you probably funny. Probably watched it tonight. say that. It's so good. He did. He did. He, he did a few of those, didn't he? Or just did one? He did three. three. There, I believe yeah. there's three altogether. There's... And then uh, who who interrupted him? In one of them. Uh, Austin interrupted him the first time. Uh, Goldberg was the second one. Goldberg. Yeah, that's what that, that's what sticks out to me the most. The Goldberg one. Yeah, and then uh, the most recent one was uh, a few years back, and he was dissing Vicky Guerrero, of all things. It was funny. Uh, but that's what so, I'm saying, him slowly turning the face again. Yeah. Which, you know, that's going to happen with any, any guys. But, um, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I told Travis it was going to be a shorter, shorter thing, because he has to do some homework, and i got to do some uh, grocery shopping for my meal prep tomorrow. Yep. 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 Well, um, Travis, is good talking to you, and let's do our little thing. Go to rumblingrumors.com, pretty please, and check out whatever you want, wallpapers, uh, news stories. I got some pretty good memes up there, interactive WWE stuff. I'm not mm-hmm. good at selling stuff. Just go out there and look at the stuff. If you want to buy from buy something from WBShop.com, click on one of the WWE links. It costs no extra money to you. And helps the it, it, I get like fifteen cents per order, but it adds up. <laughs> yeah, when you get like one and order, remember. Every, yeah, one order every like three months, you know, thirty forty cents adds up. You know, not oh yeah, but it does add remember. up sooner or later. Um, just remember, guys, y'all can find us on Twitter too. Yeah. Ramsey, let's, let's insert at WWE Ramsey at Travis underscore Falhart, and be sure while you're there <laughs> that you go and like us on Facebook. You go follow us on Twitter, both Rumbling Rumors and you follow Travis Falhark and WWE Ramsey. Mm-hmm. Make sure you buy t-shirts, make sure they're wrestling, and then take care and comb your hair. Okay? There you go. Yeah. And Travis does the best, and that was obviously, if you've never listened to this podcast before, that was a Zach Ryder um, from his old YouTube stuff. Does he still do those YouTube things? No, I wish he did. Why doesn't he? Weird. Because WWE took it over and turned it oh, into God. crap. Really? Yes. I That's why that. Long Island IZ stopped. Because something that he created himself got so over that WWE then wanted their piece of it. And then they completely butchered the damn thing. Yep. So it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Well, outro starting right about now. Everybody, pretty please. Have a good day, good night, good week. We'll be here next week for episode 44, I think. All right. If All this right. isn't 44, and then if it is, no, then we'll 43. 45. I just checked. Okay. Awesome. Episode 44, y'all. All right. Peace out. Later, dogs. Bye.